podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League double game week 25. It's General's orders time with Mark, aka the FPL General, who will be revealing his thoughts and plans for the upcoming game week. My name is Joe. Mark, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Joe. I uh, had a decent game week. I've been struggling with illness, though, over the last few days. So I was mm. touch and go whether I've, yeah. I was going to get here. Nose has been, uh, my nose has been leaking all weekend. So yeah. uh, hopefully, I, hopefully I can get through this. Yeah, you've had some issues with, um, you know, uh, leaks and things uh, over over the weekend. Um, I think we all have as well. Um, so, yeah, some people um, on social media um, were leaking the team news before it was coming out, I think, around Liverpool and more importantly, Man City as well. So lots of us have Man City and Liverpool assets. So, um, yeah, that 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 was acted on. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of debate went on on social media over the um, ethics of doing that and how it has transformed the game and how difficult it makes the hour before deadline as well. But... Yeah, it's just, like I say, we won't get into too much details, but it's just, uh, I guess it's the way the game is now. You know, it's the information is there. Mm-hmm. And of course, if it is there, you've got to use it because you're not you're never mm-hmm. gonna make a decision. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about buying a player and you find out they're benched, you're obviously yeah. not gonna go ahead with your plan. So it's I think the thing that frustrates me is just that you are a slave. And yeah. I, I often it's fine for us in this time zone, but I often think of people, you know, you see it on Twitter, people set alarms for three in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. And like you say, when you've got jobs to do or you've yeah. got family, you know, it's people end up being for that, you know, hour before the deadline. Yeah, you get you get kind of stuck to your phone or whatever. I know we it's by choice as well, of course, but a lot of people want to do well at this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's something you know we're probably just going to have to get used to it. I put my tweet out mm-hmm. um, just in a frustrated moment, mm-hmm. and you know if I could turn back time, I probably wouldn't put the tweet out because it wasn't worth the the notifications and the, the mentions over <laughs> yeah, the weekend and the trolls. The trolls obviously come out as well, but uh, yeah. that's what that's what the mutant block functions are for. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've always maintained my I, I think that the deadline should be moved to um, just before kickoff so that we've all got a level playing field in terms of the team sheets. And I know um, a lot of FPL managers from around the world will say, well, what about us? But at the moment, at the moment, they're at disadvantage. There's people leaking that information. You have to spend the hour, half an hour, sometimes 10 minutes before the deadline trying to think, well, how shall I act on this information? But also, is it real, this information? Do I trust this leaker? And I mean, that's almost like a mo- oxymoron. Do I trust the person who's leaking the information um, who al- already is perhaps untrustworthy within their media organization or club? Um, and then... Uh, but I always think if I was around the world, I think it'd be much better to wake up, set the alarm for an hour before the deadline. You've got the team sheet there. There's no leak. That's it. It's the team sheet. It's there. It's in front of you. You can think, oh, they're starting. They're not starting. I'll make that move. I'll go back to sleep again uh, or, or just relax. But rather rather than this panic. But anyway, that's my thoughts on it. And I know I've said this a lot of times on social media and, and people around the world saying, but what about us? But I mean, OK, if you want to have a really hectic... <laughs> time at three in the morning or just a more relaxed time but um, anyway um, let's move on to the the uh, the matter at hand double game week 25 and how we um, tackle that as well uh, I'll just put your current team up 
Um, just we'll briefly look at that because we've still got another match to go. You've got two more players to go. Um, a lot of us have Palmer. A lot of us don't have Palmer and um, are, are worried about his potential score against a, a lacklustre Crystal Palace at the moment. But um, got your team up here. You've got 73 points gone up. Nice green arrow, healthy green arrow up to 57k. Um, who, who, who did you get in? What were your changes for Game Week 24? Yeah, it was, um, I had two free transfers and Friday night, quite late, mm-hmm. I did Jared Bowen to Dale Jota. I was close to doing that on the Monday night mm-hmm. previously before the price changes, but just needed a bit more information. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday morning, actually late Friday night, there was, you know, had a few friends over, had a few drinks and wasn't on, on my phone for five or six hours and then I went on and all I could see was Darwin Nunes gifts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. seemed like every man and their dog were buying him and some yeah. were even going to captain him as well. So he was already in my thoughts before that. Um, but I, I did the sensible thing, didn't make the under the influence transfer, mm-hmm. took another couple of price changes overnight. And then Saturday morning, uh, I think about half past 10, just made the move Watkins to Darwin. So mm-hmm. it went well because Jota and Darwin both scored yeah. and Bowen and Watkins blanked. Mm-hmm. I was very fearful of Watkins because high ownership, had him all season mm-hmm. and had some very good chances. So I've got Onana yeah. to thank for my, my yeah. green arrow. So it feels good. 73 points and Gusto and Palmer to go. Mm. So things can only get better, hopefully, uh, yeah. on Monday night. So might even be inside the top 50k for the first time. So a good game week, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously a couple of issues with Trent and stuff like that to, to discuss. Yeah, I'm on uh, similar. Yeah, 72 points. Uh, so just one point behind. But I've just got Palmer to go. But yeah, I did similar moves. But I, I, I removed Solanke for Darwin. Um, so I'm doing a Solanke, Darwin, Hokey Cokey. I'll probably get Solanke back in in 26. Um, just the way my team is set up, even though he faces City then. Um, but I'm just sort of, yeah, rolling the yeah, Darwin I had a, dice. <laughs> I had a decision to make. Was it Watkins or Solanke to go? Mm-hmm. And the reason I sold Watkins instead reluctantly was just uh, freeing up more cash because I thought mm-hmm. if I sell Watkins instead of Solanke, I can do Saka to De Bruyne in one move for the double right. game week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that might change now because, you know, Saka's done well. Trent yeah. might be out. So, um, but I, I just kind of came to the conclusion that regardless of fixture, mm-hmm. Solanke's fine because he's got penalties. He's the talisman. Yeah. He could get a six pointer against anyone. So, and I'm going to want him back later. So, and very much mm. like yourself, mm. Watkins went, but very likely come back for yeah. Darwin in 26. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing there. I mean, I've got um, I got uh, Van Dyken as well um, as one of my moves. Um, and uh, even though like, I got him in mainly because that that Burnley game, I just thought Burnley are so bad at set pieces. And there was this moment in about five minutes towards the end where it's Van Dyke. Uh, it wasn't, but he was going up. He was up for that corner. And we've seen the damage that Gabriel and Saliba have done uh, this week uh, to many teams uh, who don't own them, yourself included. Um, and that's going to become a theme of this episode. So I've done a table of uh, replacements, possibly for Alexander-Arnold, who is flagged at the moment, and whether Arsenal assets might be on your uh, radar. Um, let's have a look at the season ticker. Um, just to... Um, oh, rather, if you just bear with me a second. Uh, I'll just go back to the uh, current game week, and if you just bear with me a second, I'll just make sure that I can get that season ticker up on the uh, screen. <laughs> uh, if you just bear yeah, with me. Yeah, just while you're doing that, Joe, yeah. I'll just come in on the, uh, the Arsenal thing. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I when I wildcarded in game week twenty, I was one of those managers. Mm-hmm. Game week one had Gabriel uh, and didn't get a didn't get a chance to make the switch to Saliba with five minutes to go, and then you know had him all the way through to game week twenty, got him back up to five million, uh, got a few points from him in the end from a few clean sheets, and then decided overthink it on the on the wildcard. I'll go David Raya instead because it opened the door for 
what I thought would be a more attack-minded defender in someone like Pervis Estupinen. And of course, since then, Gabriel's absolutely smashed it. Two goals, yeah. plenty of points. Uh, and at least David Rye is there to cover the clean sheets. But um, Arsenal have definitely worked on set pieces, which is very clear. I think when both centre-backs are scoring in the same game, um, it says a lot. So uh, very, very much yeah. open to, to going back there. Yeah, I'm very much... Um... Uh, like a lot of people, they're wondering where the clean sheets have gone. Um, I, I mean, I'm struggling to get any clean sheets. I did did get one, obviously, from from Arsenal this week, but um, it's it's really difficult to get a clean sheet at the moment. So I'm looking for attacking returns, looking for assist potential, and goal potential as well, scoring potential as well. This is why I uh, went for Van Dyke because I thought, well, you know, he can get the odd goal at set pieces. Um, and why I went for Gabriel initially in game week one, even though he was a rotation risk. And, and now, and I did hear from the commentary that Arsenal do have a set piece coach, a particular good set piece coach. And I think that's fairly evident that they are really going for that. Um, and so a, a, a very good set piece team like Arsenal against a very poor one, um, a defending set pieces like Burnley um, is, is, is a really good idea. Um, uh, and and they've got um, Arsenal have Burnley in game week 25. So Van Dijk was against Burnley in 25. Didn't work out for me. Gabriel and Saliba. They had um, a good audition against West Ham. And, and in the fixtures here, we can see that Saka and those Arsenal defenders has Burnley uh, in game week 25. So that's, that's, a, that's a big decision, isn't it? Because that's changed your idea. Because you were probably thinking De Bruyne are out for Saka. But Saka's probably going nowhere now, is he? Yeah, it's 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 kind of the way I play the game. Is um, if players you know do perform very well in in recent times, I find it extremely difficult to sell yeah. them. That's why it was very hard to lose Watkins. But it was it was always the conclusion was Darwin has three games, possibly three games. Watkins has two. Yeah. Get Watkins back very soon afterwards. So that made it easier to do. But yes, uh, Saka. I'm always reluctant to sell him. I've been quite loyal to him. He's been on my team for the most part of this season, and I'm kind of obviously you don't like seeing players get injured, but I'm. I'm kind of hoping that Trent does miss the double now because that will make my mind up for me. Mm-hmm. And I could just take up, take the Trent funds instead of Saka funds mm-hmm. and get Kevin De Bruyne that way. Uh, it'll just then leave a decision on, on which defender to go for. So, yep. uh, yeah, Saka, Saka probably likely to stay now. Rightio. Yeah, so the, the fixtures I've got on screen um, show, I've sorted by difficulty right up to game week 31. Um, they show two things. One, not only which teams are, have, have the best overall fixtures over this period, but it shows the double game weeks here. And this is what we're immediately faced with. In game week 25, you've got Brentford and City, Luton and Liverpool all play twice, of which Brentford play Liverpool City, um, which is the toughest. Uh, Luton have Manchester United at home, then Liverpool Manchester City, probably the, the most favourable with Chelsea and Brentford both at home. And Liverpool as well, pretty favourable. Brentford away and Luton at home. Um, meanwhile, 26, Luton, Liverpool, Tottenham and Chelsea all blank as well. So we've got to sort of navigate that period without too many hits, hopefully. And then game at 28, Bournemouth played Sheffield and Luton at home. So Solanke, that's why I'm going to be getting back in. That's why Mark has kept him. And then Luton played Crystal Palace and Bournemouth both away. Um, so good, good double game weeks there. And then game week 29, we have an issue there. So we've got a full set of fixtures there, but it won't be. Uh, a lot of those will be blank because of the FA Cup. So we know that that Aston Villa-West Ham game is going ahead. Um, and there are, um, I'm just think, just looking at, um, yeah, we've got um, West Ham and Aston Villa, Fulham, 
uh, Tottenham, Burnley and Brentford are definitely going ahead. And it's very likely that Luton, well, it's possible <laughs> that Luton could be uh, have a double game. It could be that Manchester United have a um, have, have a uh, have a game in that week. So we're not a double game. We can an actual game in that week. But but time will tell. But not many fixtures going. So Villa assets as well. So Watkins. That's why you want to get him back because he plays in twenty nine and twenty six. Yeah, and it's 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 more for twenty six because uh, possible captain uh, home to Nottingham Forest. Very very good fixture. So yeah, the from twenty six onwards, Watkins has Forest and Luton. Then a Tottenham team who don't keep very many clean sheets at all either. So it's very much set in stone if there's no injuries or anything like that. Darwin, who has a blank in 26, goes back out after his seven goals in the double game week for for Watkins. Yeah, definitely. So we can see here that Bournemouth Crystal Palace, who are actually bad run of form, but have good fixtures. Um, Brentford, Luton, Fulham. Uh, Manchester City and Newcastle are among the best sides in terms of fixtures. Arsenal's are pretty good as well. It's just because they've got a Manchester City clash game at 30. But their fixtures are pretty good. Um, and then meanwhile, Chelsea, Sheffield United, Tottenham, uh, largely because of that blank. But they also have an Aston Villa match in there as well. They're quite low down. And Brighton have gone from like the near the top to to, to right down the bottom, really, because they've got this terrible 29-39-30 clash Man City and Liverpool like back to back. So so their assets are sort of becoming less appealing as that those fixtures come into fruition. But they had, do have Sheffield United away next and uh, Everton and Nottingham Forest uh, at home um, during that period. Um, so, yeah, lots to think about. We've got lots to navigate with these all these different fixture blocks. I mean, are you planning many, many hits at all? Not many, you know, pre-planned, but I'm... Um... Definitely going to be taking one or two along the way, yeah. uh, especially when we get to game week 26. I will yeah. not have 11. So I'll be open to taking a couple of hits if need be to get to 10 or 11 players. And early thoughts, but the way, if, if the cup games go as we expect, or we, you know, the bookies odds, mm. if they go that way, I'm probably going to, very high chance I'll free hit in 29. So okay. it's, it's more so the hits will be geared towards 26 yeah. and maybe the double. <clears throat> in 28 okay. for Bournemouth and Luton. But um, mm. just while we're on the fixture ticker, I'm finding this very useful actually to look at, mm. you know, 25 to 30 because yeah. you can get tunnel visioned into, you know, buy a double game week defender, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for example, uh, Doughty at Luton. Mm. Uh, but it's good to have a bigger picture. You know, I'm looking here at this from 25 to 28. Mm. It's telling me, you know, Doughty has an extra fixture over Arsenal defenders, yep. over Liverpool defenders. Mm. But is that worth it? Because it's there's a man my night in there, there's a Liverpool in there. And then I'm looking at the top of the fixture ticker as well. I'm looking at Bournemouth. So yeah. they've got also five fixtures, mm. 25 to 28. But Newcastle Man City come first. So mm. if I was looking for a Bournemouth defender like a Senesi, for example, who scored again, you know, 27 yeah. onwards for a Senesi, mm. Burnley, double game week Sheffield United Luton, and then good afterwards as yeah. well, Wills, Everton Palace. So mm. um a, a cheap Bournemouth defender from twenty seven onwards okay. could be useful for the double and then maybe for the bench. Okay. Well I've done a table and I haven't got any Bournemouth defenders there. <laughs> so obviously Senesi's on your mind um and any any other but Bournemouth defenders as well. So as that as that time goes on, I don't think any actually made my list. I sorted it by um uh, expected goal involvement and I don't think any uh, hit the expected goal involvement stats I've called this operation get reggie on part two 
and it's uh, for the last six matches. It's because last week you were looking at replacements for a Stupanan, and on my list, and I flagged up Region, and I don't think you were that keen on Region. Um, but he then um, promptly got 12 points. <laughs> and um, I've got on this, uh, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read out some of the stats in, in a sec, but I've, I've got a new column called Reason to Get. <laughs> and this is why Region is good. Um, he's got a double game week in 25. Yes, not a good double game week, but nevertheless, a double game week. And he plays in blank game week 26. And that's really crucial. Um, so he could be quite a valuable asset, 4.4. Nice enabler. Field him, see see what happens. But um, yeah, so I've, the reason I've done this is because you've got Alexander-Arnold. And are you... Are you definitely going to get rid of Alexander Arnold? Do you just do you just feel there's just too much doubt around his potential injury at the moment? It's um it's definitely dependent on what updates we get this week. Um, and you know we might not get too much clear cut information, but I I can I've been on trend since the game we twenty wildcard I think so. It's not as if I've bought him soon. I don't feel like I need to keep him just because I've just bought him. Yeah. Um, I do feel like as well because. Because Liverpool have that cup final mm. a couple of days after the Luton game, and I feel how good Bradley has been, mm. I would expect Bradley to get one game yeah. in the double, mm-hmm. uh, possibly the Luton game in the midweek. So the injury concerns, the emergence of Bradley is a very good alternative for Klopp and wanting to keep Saka. Mm-hmm. It all points towards even if we get positive news on Trent, that doesn't mean he's going to start both games. And I will be open to losing them to get De Bruyne yep. and have Saka in there as well. Okay. Um, so what I've got on this list here, as I said, it's sorted by last six matches. Um, and I've uh, done it by expected goal involvement over that period. And this is the last six matches they have played. So it's not necessarily the last six ma- six game weeks. Hence Reggion being on here because he's been at a multitude of clubs over that period. And a lot of those he hasn't played. So it sort of stretches back a bit. Um, so I put Alexander-Arnold at the top. I mean, he is at the top in terms of expected goal involvement. So this is the benchmark you're looking for. If you're looking to remove Alexander-Arnold, who does cost 8.6 million and has created 13 chances, 11 corners, um, has has got a couple of assists and a couple of shots inside the box. Um, He's sort of the benchmark there. But Gabriel is right below him. 1.91 is expected goal involvement over that period. Um, And he's had seven shots inside the box. Um... Created chances, none. Um, goals, three. <laughs> Seven shots inside the box. Three goals, last six matches. Six starts. Minutes per baseline bonus. He's got... So for the baseline bonus, it is the bonus point system. So this is basically the jobbing stuff that they do other than scoring are getting a clean sheet. Um, so he's scoring very well there. He's, he's getting one of those baseline bonus point system uh, points every 6.5 minutes, uh, which is very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, basically you should get Gabriel, um, but he doesn't have a double game week, but he does play reason to get blank game week 26. And you can probably filter in other reasons to get Arsenal a set piece machine. And he scored three goals in seven shots inside the box. Yeah. You, you're Sorry, gonna, you, I'm, you, I'm struggling with this cough. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So Gabriel, Obviously sold him on the wild card. Uh, 
It is going to. I, I really. Fine, I probably right. shouldn't have done this video. I'm struggling here. <laughs> now, do you want take, me to... take over for a second? I'll get a drink of okay, water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll talk about Gabriel um, a little bit, but also some of the other names on the list. What I'll do is I'll read out some of these other names on the list, and then one when uh, Mark's got his voice back, we'll um, we'll come back to him. But the other name on this list, just below him, with uh, an expected goal involvement of 1.61, is a doggy, Destiny a doggy at Tottenham. Uh, now I've just got rid of Poro. Lots of other people have just got rid of Poro, heavily transferred out. And, and one of my reasons is that I actually want to get a doggy in. He's one of my targets to get. He's much cheaper than Poro. I've made money on Poro. Take the money and run. Move back to a doggy. And he's the one I'm looking at getting sort of after. He, so he blanks in 26, but he plays in blank game week 29. So that's a reason to get. So after game week 26, 27, 28, 29, he is one of my top targets there. And that's why I put him on this list here. Because I just think, because Tottenham play and they have good fixtures. Um, and he is actually higher than Poro. Poro was below a doggy, which is why I didn't put Poro in this list here. Um, uh, there. So, uh, yeah, just down to a doggy, Mark. Have you got, managed to get your sort of voice back together? Yeah, hopefully I can survive. Okay. So, yeah, looking at looking at this list, I feel like before I even, if I kind of block out the noise and, and the double game weeks and all that kind of stuff, the, the simple move for me is just go back to Gabriel yeah. because I, I regret losing him and he's punished me. And it's just, you know, I think Arsenal went away for that break for a wee while and they, it was, there was, you know, a lot of talk that they were working big time on the set pieces with yeah. this coach or whatever. And it's obvious, you know, it's it's just keeping FPL simple. You watch the Arsenal games, the set piece deliveries are good. Mm-hmm. Gabriel's a huge threat. It's not a... It's not a fluke that he scored no. three goals. It's it's choreographed. He's really good in the box. And mm. yeah, even though there's there's tenth and double game week options out there like Doughty and mm. Regulon and stuff like that, I feel like when when I buy a player in FPL, I always think, can I can I keep this guy long term? Yeah. Uh, and Gabriel feels like that. You know, you buy him, you buy him back. You missed out on a few points, but maybe he's there then until until the end of the season. Yeah. And you know, we said there's not many clean sheets. Arsenal just kept one. They've got the best underlying defensive numbers. Um, I've got Raya. So I quite like the double up. Yep. And obviously, if you're doubling up on a defence, you've got to think, will I ever want double attack? I've got Saka. Mm-hmm. Will I ever want Odegaard? I think I can survive without him because there's other midfielders elsewhere. Yep. Jesus is injured again. I don't feel like I'm going to be, you know, snookered by going, no. going double Arsenal defence uh, no. and Saka. So at the moment, Gabriel's winning. But of course, you know, Alfie Doughty, I know there was no clean sheets mm. and a poor result for Luton, but crazy that he created nine chances in that single it's game. Most, um, most of any player or any defender this season, could be any player, it's certainly more than any other defender in a game this season, which is amazing. Um, yeah, I know someone Someone sent me a tweet yesterday saying, you know, does the Luton results... Mm. And performance put you off their mm. assets. And I said, my reply was, you know, those stats for mm. Doughty make me even more interested. Yeah. You know, you weren't, it's it's the famous FPL line this season. We're not buying defenders for clean no. sheets. Maybe, maybe the Arsenal ones, but mm. um, Doughty, if you buy him, you know, you're going to get, mm. you know, deliveries from set pieces yeah. and open play and stuff like that. And, and he's a, he's a very good pick and he's mm. definitely in my thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's probably Doughty versus Gabriel for me. Yeah, yeah so um, luckily they're the first two that I have highlighted here. Um, he, Doughty has created 17 chances. He's had six shots inside the box. He's had four assists in his last six matches and a goal. 
Um, he played, he's got a double game at 25, blanks in 26, then a double game in 28. Um, is why he's in my team and why I've been banging on about him for the last month. Uh, he's taken 40 corners, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, and he started every game and his minutes per baseline bonus is 5.7. People were saying, why didn't, why did Bell get bonus over Doughty? I had no idea. It's one of those great mysteries of life. Doughty puts in a record breaking performance as a defender and Bell walks away. The Luton defender Bell walks away with, with two bonus he got, um, which I don't, I cannot answer that. <laughs> It's um, funny. I've got I've, I've actually got Bell on my bench. Yeah. Not many people do, but yeah. um, makes me think: uh, Do I need an Alfie Doughty when I've got someone who can just you know create Steal. bonus points out of out of magic? He's a, a bonus. He's a, a magician or a thief of bonus points. Um, I, I mentioned while while you were um, sort of collecting your voice together, I mentioned a doggy as well. Now I haven't highlighted him, but he's a player that I I was saying he's on my radar um, because. Spurs definitely play in 29, one of the few teams to. They play Fulham. Um, a doggy has um, overtaken Porro in terms of expected goal involvement. So he's higher than Porro. Uh, expected goal involvement of 1.61. Uh, created nine chances, had three shots inside the box and got a goal and an assist. Plays in blank game at 29. He's, my, he's one of my top priorities for game week 27, 28 period. Um, but, yeah, um, Adogi, hmm. he, he probably gets overlooked by many, including myself, yeah. because I think early season, we, we put um, we put Poro on hmm. such a high pedestal of, yeah. of what he did and what he could do and what he was showing. But it's it's probably dropped off a wee bit. And you can see that in the numbers with, with Adogi. Adogi gets in the box. You know, hmm. any Ange Postacoglu fullback is going to get in the box hmm. and he's, he's got a few goals. And obviously the big factor is the price. Hmm. Uh, 4.9 is a lot yep. more affordable than, than Pedro Poro. So yeah, I think I and many others need to, you know, give give him more thought. Yep. Um, next couple of names on the list. I haven't flagged them up because I don't think you'll get them this week, um, but you might do. Um, so uh, I've got Matty Cash at Aston Villa. You could probably supplement with any other Villa defender, but which one? And the reason I like Villa defence, also a team... Um, that I'm interested in because they play in blank game week 26 and 29. Um, and I put cash in there um, because he's expected goal involvement over the last six matches is still 1.24. Um, he's had created six chances, had four shots inside the box. These are pretty good stats for a 4.6 defender. I, initially, I would have thought, oh, Torres may be um, the one to get, but um, benched again. Um, Moreno played over Luca Dean, but... I think there could be rotation there. I just wonder, uh, probably with cash, there might be rotation, but yeah, I mean, Aston Villa defender. And I think, I think tentatively cash could be the best one. Perhaps not, not this week, but blank game 26 onwards. Yeah, I, I agree on the Villa defense. I mm. think when it's kind of like a process of elimination mm. that leads to cash being left while Cons is out. And I think the initial prognosis was three or four weeks. Mm. I think while he's out, cash should be good. Uh, Torres is fit again, but I feel like him and Longley are quite similar players. Mm. Left for the centre backs, both pretty good. Mm. Diego Carlos has been—he's in the team recently, but he's been in and out throughout mm. the season. And then you've got the left back competition because Luka Dean is fit again. Yeah. So if you do want a Villa defender, and like we said, mm. we don't get defenders for clean sheets yeah. anyway, so why not get the guy who used to be a winger yeah. um, and has a lot of attacking yeah. potential in, in Muddy Cash? Yeah, because because Aston Villa's defense is so up in the air, really. Um, that's a that's a, a move I probably won't make until twenty nine myself because I want to see 
Cash getting those regular starts. I want to see all this competition not playing and injured, basically. Not not willing injury on them, but not available. Um, but um, yeah, well, uh, just a, a player to think about. Um, I put Robertson in um, as well. Uh, once again, you might not go for him, but he is two million cheaper or so than Alexander-Arnold. He has a double game week in 25. Um, it's expected goal involvement over his last six matches that he's played is 1.14. Um which okay. He's taken seventeen corners, created seventeen chances uh, as well. So he's doing he's doing pretty well um, there with his um, his corner and chance creation. He's had a couple of shots inside the box as well. Um, but I I I think I slightly feel that with Liverpool assets in defence, last week might have been the time to do it because they had Burnley. Um, and so I feel like I've got Van Dyke, but I'm probably going to get rid of him in game week 26 or 27. Um, so I just feel it could be a bit too short time. But nevertheless, you know, I put him in there. Could be a short term move. Yeah. Again, I'm just, I've gone back to the fixture checker while you've been talking about Liverpool. And it's obviously, if you're losing Van Dyke, or if we're forced to lose Van Dyke, then replacing him with a, with a Liverpool defender is a very obvious thing to do. But yeah. again, if you take the bigger picture, and if I think about Gabriel again, you know, from 25 to 28, yeah. both teams have four fixtures. Mm. And one of the Liverpool fixtures is Manchester City mm. and give me 28. So again, and, and price is, is a big one because Robertson and Van Dijk, who we'll talk about as well, mm. are a lot more expensive than yeah. a Gabriel yeah. or even a Saliba. Yeah. Um, so for me, Arsenal defenders win out over yeah. Liverpool for the, for the longer term. Yeah. Uh, and, and Doughty might even win out over them as well mm. for, the, for the extra fixture. Yeah, I mean, my... My current defence includes, and these are the three I'll be playing and have just played, is Gabriel, Van Dyke, Doughty. And to me, that looks like a really good sort of yeah. three defenders to get in because there's, I'm, I'm thinking I ain't getting any clean sheet points. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go for the guys that might get me a goal or an assist. Um, uh, next name on this is Reggion. And that's the whole point I've done this. Uh, Reggion. 4.4. I mean, I, I mentioned I mentioned him to uh, did the live Q&A with Sam as well. She's a Spurs fan, so she knows about Reggion. And I, I mentioned Reggion as well onto her. And she laughed. <laughs> and, uh, she, and basically no one, everyone's laughing at, at Reggion. And but now now they're talking about him. It's like with Alfie Doughty. Now they've now they're interested. Um, so he got a big haul in game week 24. Um and yeah, reasons to get. I mean, five chances created, not too bad. Expected goal involvement of 0.74 um, over those six matches. So not, not as good as the likes of Alexander-Arnold, obviously. Taking eight corners. Double game week 25, he plays. Blank game week 26, he plays. That's why I think he's really good asset to get in now. So if you can't quite get to Gabriel, I know for you, you can, until you will. But if you're looking for a, a cheap defender to get, who's got a reason to get, you know, he's got three fixtures while others have two or one, um, then he is one to get, I think. Um, but I can't persuade you, can I? No, you're going to have to do a lot more than, <laughs> you know, you, you have I've I've come full circle on. You've done a good job on Alfie Doughty in recent weeks, but mm. uh, Regulon, I don't think, is in the same class. It's, no. it's encouraging to see him taking set pieces. Mm -hmm. um, I do like Brentford. They've got the double. But again, it comes back to fixtures. Even though Regulon has an extra fixture over players like Van Dijk and Gabriel, those fixtures include Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea yeah. and Arsenal. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even though you've got five, mm -hmm. the difficulty of those kind of 
levels the playing field. Mm -hmm. And when that's the case, again, it goes back to give me a player that I might keep until the second wild card, mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to be a player from a, a team near top of the top of the table. So, for that reason, I am out on regular. Okay. Um, I'll try. Uh, I'll try again. I'll try. I'll try with Tom tomorrow, maybe on uh, goals. <laughs> I'll get one. I'll get one bite. Uh, Nathan Aki's next. I remember you saying that if you were to get a City defender last week, you might go for Nathan Aki. Um, but yeah, he's had, had a couple of assists, um, six shots inside the box. Reason to get, he plays double game week 25. So he's got two fixtures there and blank game week 26. Uh, he plays as well and a couple of clean sheets as well, which is rare. Um, not, not as good as Gabriel in terms of the, um, the golden assist potential, but I put him in there. If you were to get a Man City defender, would he still be the one? 100% now. Yeah, I think he's he's by far and away the best one. Um, last last week, I was weighing up possibly Walker, Ake or Gavardial. And then this game, we just mm. reminded me of why it's so dangerous to get a City defender. Two out of the three get benched. Yeah. Um, Ake, to me, does seem a lot more secure than the others because he can play centre-back mm. and left-back. And I also like his attack and threat when he's in the box as well. But if there was no such thing as De Bruyne or if he was still injured, then I probably would be buying Ake this week. Uh, but I've got Foden, I've got Haaland, and I want De Bruyne. So yeah. for you know for that reason again, I'm just going to avoid the silly defence. But if if other teams are set up where you can't get three yeah. attackers, I think Aki's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you mean about De Bruyne. So I've got De Bruyne in my team. Um, uh, that information came in before that he was going to be benched, uh, but I I played him anyway um, because and and I would only do that with a few players, Son for example. Um, Harland, uh, these are players where it doesn't matter if they're benched. I'll take 20 minutes over of them over 90 minutes of anyone else. And De Bruyne, and that the reason I bring that up is to underline just how good De Bruyne is. And what did he do? He set up Harland's goal. Uh, it's one of Harland's goals. And towards the end of the match, yeah, I thought he was going to score as well. Um, so that could have been a monster haul from like 20 minutes. So yeah, I. I concur. He, De Bruyne is a player to get, definitely. Yeah, on that one where he nearly scored, um, really poor because it should have definitely been a, a second assist if yeah. he didn't score because yeah. there was guys available, Haaland and Foden. So, yeah, yeah he's just, um, he looks incredible, which is great after his injury. You know, such a good player. We want to see him as often yeah. as football, uh, as often as possible on, on a football pitch yeah. as football fans. So, um, owning him, I'm looking forward to owning him again in, in FPL and, and hopefully that's as soon as this week. Um, and final player on this is Van Dijk. He's a player I got in last week. I don't think it's too late to get him in. He does have a double game week, but I do think he's a player to get in and then get out again because he doesn't play in 26. Um, but nevertheless, um, Liverpool um, have got, uh, in 25, they've got Brentford and Luton. Um, and if you did want to keep him into 27 as Nottingham Forest, and I think there is goal scoring opportunities for Van Dyke there. And there's certainly clean sheet opportunities. Um, two clean sheets so far, um, five shots inside the box, not not too shabby. Um, he's created a chance and plays double game 25. Um, but yeah, G Gabriel, Doughty, the, these are the players you're, you're looking at. But Van Dyke, I, I wouldn't... Um, uh, have a go at anyone getting him in. I think he's still a good player to get in. Yeah, he's very, he's very close. He's very close to to Doughty and Gabriel in my mind because oh. it's we always think of um, double game weeks and and centre backs. You know, mm. John Stones, players like this who who pop up and get ridiculous amount of points. It's very hard to predict when centre backs are going to score goals. 
Van Dijk is always a threat, as we know, and probably should score more more goals than he actually does, uh, because he is a, a man mountain when he's in yeah. when he's in the box. Um, I like it as a short term move. Again, if you're if you're funding other things, you bring in in Van Dijk. You, you hope you spike a goal in in a double game week, and maybe a clean sheet or two, and then, like you say, you probably just move off him again and yeah. give me twenty six. So he's 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 a very good pick. Yeah, um, let's move on to your bus team for game week twenty five. Um, so do you want to? Read it out. Would you prefer if I read it out um, to save your voice? I should manage. I'll go through it quickly. Okay. So first thing to say here is triple captainship is active on Erling Haaland. Right. And that will probably stay active. So we can talk about that in a sec. David Rye is in goal. Poro against Wolves. Estupin is away to Sheffield United. And I've got a, a yellow flag trend who, mm-hmm. who could go. Foden and Jota with a double game week in midfield with Saka away to Burnley. Mm-hmm. Palmer's currently there away to Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Triple captain Haaland, Darwin with a vice captaincy, and Solanke away to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the bench, Ariola, Garnacho, the bonus points magnet, Amari Bell, mm-hmm. and Gusto. Yeah. So if there, if the deadline was in five minutes' time, mm-hmm. I would do, I think, probably Trent to Gabriel. Yeah. And then Palmer would be the one to go to De Bruyne. Yeah. So that would allow me to keep keep Saka. And then you've got a very good team on paper. Question then would be probably do I start Bell with two fixtures that are not good or do I start a stooping in against Sheffield United? I probably would just play the Brighton guy because I think the Hinshelwood injury is more likely to see Lamptey at right back, more chance of stooping and keeping his place in at left back. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Uh, and yeah, triple captain most likely. Yeah, because a stooping can play sort of left back, left wing back, left centre back. He's quite versatile down that flank. Um, so, yeah, as soon as I saw the Hinshelwood injury, um, I thought, well, you know, Stupinan is going to get some starts now, so I'm less keen to get rid of him now. Um, and Lamptey is, is a good option. Um, yeah, a couple, a couple of things I mentioned there. Like, I mean, you've got a Stupinan there playing uh, away to Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, that's good. But but Bell, I mean, I'd, I'd be tempted to play Bell just because he's got, he's got two fixtures and he... And he literally stole two bonus points in a game where he was by far not the not deserving of well i'm not saying he's not deserving of them but there were other players that were more deserving um and so i just think well you know you get two bites of the cherry there i know it's manchester united liverpool but um i think i'd be tempted to play the double game week player over a stupinan there yeah and it's yeah it's, it's going to be a close decision and i probably should throw poro into the mix as well given yeah. that Tottenham don't keep many clean sheets mm. but um I feel like if I if I don't buy Alfie Doughty, which is unlikely at the moment, mm. I think then part of me is thinking if you know if Luton were to spike a, a lucky clean sheet against yeah. one of those teams, mm. at least it kind of offset it a wee bit with yeah. Bell because Doughty's obviously going to ha- have extremely high ownership, yes. so that might that might swing it for me. Uh, yeah. Bell might come into the team ahead of a Stupin uh, yeah. for that reason. Yeah, going into going into game week twenty three, I think Alfie Doughty's ownership was about five percent, four percent. Uh, it's he's now in a fifth of teams um, around my rank, and that's a top hundred k ish. So that'll be that'll be similar among, amongst lots of other ranks as well. Yeah. Um, so I should yeah. have said there as well that that would be a minus four if I go yeah. Gabriel and De Bruyne. Yeah, um, um, and the other issue is Palmer as well. So I, and my team Palmer's currently on the bench because and that's pretty much the only team, the only fixture I probably would bench him for. Um, and it makes me think because he's not playing at twenty six, he is removable. Um, and I mean, I don't have Diego Jota and I can move Palmer to Jota, but I would need to do a hit for that. So I have to weigh up that, that move and minus four and it m- I might not do that. But 
Um, but the the point is that Palmer's definitely ditchable, and I, I I'm playing Garnacho currently over Palmer. Would you consider? I mean, Garnacho away to Luton looks a miles better fixture than Palmer away to City. Yeah, I think that's I think that makes sense. If if I wasn't getting De Bruyne and I I, I was left with Palmer and Garnacho, I think Garnacho will get the start in that in that scenario. I think for my current setup, um, I kind of had the mindset of Palmer's a season keeper because of how cheap he was. Yeah. But then the landscape changed. Blank in 26, mm. likely, I think, to blank in 29 as well. Yeah. Throw in a Manchester City away fixture. It feels fine to go away mm. from him for a bit. And yeah. when I've got a Foden and Jota, obviously, stay. They've got a double. Mm. Saka's got Burnley. He's playing well. Yeah. He's scoring points. You keep him as well. And Garnacho is very useful for the blank, even yeah. if I don't use him this week. Yeah. So it's it's easy in my setup to lose Palmer, yeah. I think. Definitely. And that, um, that triple captaincy, and the last point I make is around the triple captaincy because one thing you could do is a bench boost instead of a triple captaincy you could triple captain Solanke against Sheffield United and Luton in game 28 which looks good um uh which looks actually better than Haaland's fixtures although Haaland is better um you've got Garnacho on your bench away to Luton that's good uh you've got Bell coming on your bench he's a double game week player um, I it possibly use a hit to just beef that up a bit um, and have a, maybe a better goalkeeper, a Flecken, an Allison maybe, um, and maybe just beef up Gusto um, to a double game week player as well. And that, that, I mean, I, I, I suspect because of the type of manager you are around hits, you wouldn't do that. But the reason I bring that up is because other people might have a similar team and they might be a bit more minded to do that. And I don't think a bench boost is that unreasonable given many people have a very similar type bench yeah i think it's a good point you bring up it's it's definitely something people should keep in mind this week um i don't tend to you know stress too much about chips or overthink mm. them i think they get overvalued um so my team's a good example it's not too far away mm. from a very viable bench boost so let's say i did my current plan of gabriel in for trent mm. De Bruyne comes in for Palmer. Then I'd be looking at my bench and think, right, can I bench boost this? So Bell's fine because he's got yeah. two games. Carnacho's yeah. great. My first thought would be uh, beef up Gusto. Yep. So that's another minus four. So you're looking at minus eight in yep. total. And then it's a decision of, do I keep Ariola as part of the bench boost? Mm. Not a terrible fixture. Or do I take a minus four for another keeper? Yeah. Um, I would probably just play Ariola on my bench boost if I did that yeah. and leave it at minus eight instead of minus 12. Yeah. So you've planted a seed for me to think about, mm. but the type of manager I am, I'm not keen on hits no. and I like to keep things simple. Yeah. And in isolation, when I reflect on the season in Game Week 38, if I had a choice to captain Erling Haaland or Dominic Solanke, yeah. what would I give my you know, previous self the advice to do? And I think it's Erling Haaland captain. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought he looked much better, yep. much sharper mm -hmm. as well. So I think, and again, the way I play FPL, I like to kind of stick to original plans. So mm -hmm. I think it'll it'll just, the triple captain will just stay active mm -hmm. and there will be other opportunities for, for bench boost. But other managers, Definitely. don't be afraid to take a couple of hits if you want to get your bench boost out of the way this week. Okay. Um, I think we'll go, uh, we'll go now. Save, you, save your voice. Um, Thank you. Uh, I think we've covered most things for double game at 25 and beyond as well. Um, 
good luck those uh, watching. Good luck, Mark, with your team. Just a reminder, do press that like button. really helps us out. Do, do subscribe so you can uh, keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts wherever you're um, listening to this or if you're watching on YouTube. Um, also, do check out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for membership offers as well. Got those going on as well. So, for example, the table... Uh, I just did on um, trying to get Reggie on in. Um, never, you can make. I just made that table this morning, and, and you can make your own tables like that. And uh, it's quite a good way of uh, comparing different players. Um, so that's quite useful. Um, Mark, good luck with the game week. See you soon. Cheers, all. <laughs>